Thank you for joining us today at River City Church, a church living in love. If you have a prayer need, would like to speak to a pastor, or have questions about today's message, please email us at info at rivercitysmyrna.com. For more information or to give to the ministries of River City Church, please visit our website at rivercitysmyrna.com. We hope you are encouraged by today's message. God. This morning we're going to be reading a psalm like we typically do, and I actually, um, I, the Lord was reminding me this morning, um, kind of the, one of the really cool things about reading a psalm every Sunday, and that is, um, so I, my brother is a pastor in North Carolina, and they read before starting service, and it was really cool because I wasn't at River City, but I was sitting in North Carolina, and we were reading the same passage that we were reading at River City. And it very clearly spoke to me and reminded me as to the significance that when we're reading this psalm this morning, that there are thousands and thousands of other believers reading the same passage about the same time, depending on what time zone they're in. And so the weight of that and how truly almost prophetic that is, because in eternity, that's exactly what we're going to be doing, is we're going to be worshiping on one accord with one voice. And so I do encourage you that as, as I read that this morning, and I'm going to ask you to go ahead and stand, that as we read this, that you allow this to be a moment that you are truly uniting with one voice and with one body, with believers all around the world. Um, and we're going to be reading Psalm 86, uh, 1 through 10, and then um, 16 and 17. It says, Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am godly. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to you do I cry all day. Glad in the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer. Listen to my plea for grace. In the day of my trouble, I call upon you, for you answer me. There is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. All the nations you have, have made, all the nations you have made shall come and worship before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. For you are great and do wondrous things. You alone are God. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your strength to your servant and save the son of your maidservant. Show me a sign of your favor 
that those who hate me may see me may see and be put to shame because you lord have helped me and comforted me and so this morning we just come before you god with one as one body and one voice and we lift our hands and praise you with the heart of thanksgiving because as every time we call out you are faithful to respond Every time we are weary, you are faithful to be strong for us. And so we just ask this morning that you would be present, that we would find ourselves engaging and communicating with you and communing with you at your table. We ask that your presence and your peace would fill this place. And may we join with thousands and thousands of other believers and lift your name high above all other names. In Jesus' name, amen. So continuing in this attitude of worship and prayer, um, we're going to move into a song that will help us pray our new prayers of this season. Um, So um, this is an opportunity for you guys to hear how the Lord is moving our hearts to pray, specifically through six voices in our community. calling, you hear us calling, Abba Father, and you hear us calling, you hear us calling, Abba Father, let's just repeat that together this morning, you hear us calling, you hear us calling, you hear us calling, Abba Father. spiritual formation that we forming the body may become the hands feet and heart of Jesus to River City Smyrna Atlanta and the world we are calling for spiritual eyes to identify the time you've already provided in our day to commune with you we are calling for such a hunger for your word that no obstacle or hindrance will prevail May your word truly become the lamp unto our feet and the light unto our path. Lord, hear our prayer. You hear us calling, you hear us calling, Abba Father. You hear us calling, you hear us calling, Abba Father. God, we ask that you raise up men and women passionate for our middle and high school youth in Smyrna. Would you highlight three specific individuals willing to lead RCC in serving them? Create within our body an atmosphere of refuge, love, and mercy for youth. Lord, hear our cry to bring a generation of kids into your kingdom. Bless our finances, bless the space we meet in, bless the time we meet, and give us grace to serve. Lord, hear our prayer. You hear us calling. 
of us who seek fulfillment and contentment through the things we buy and through leisure and entertainment, we ask you to open our eyes to the people near us who are lonely, who are hungry, who are struggling. Show us how to use our life skills, talents, tools, and resources to help them. Show us that fulfillment comes from this. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, have mercy, Christ, have mercy, oh, Lord, have mercy, Christ, have mercy. For the spiritual formation of our community, we pray discipline and discernment to create the space needed for the Holy Spirit to form us. We pray that our daily rhythm would orient our hearts to the good life of the kingdom and also solidify our identity as beloved sons and daughters of God. May we bravely press into community with authenticity and transparency, gathering around the table with our brothers and sisters and receiving healing. May deep roots grow out of our intentionality toward the spiritual disciplines and rest. Lord, hear our prayer. See you hear us calling, you hear us calling, Abba Father. Lord, you hear us calling, you hear us calling, Abba Father. We ask that you stir to action those among us who most have a heart to serve our student community. Call forth from this assembly servant leaders who will be an example to young people who will soon have to find their way in the world. Grant us financial provisions so that we will be equipped to meet both the physical and spiritual needs of those that will be a part of this ministry. Lord, hear our prayer. Because Lord, have mercy and Christ have mercy. Lord, we want to be good stewards with our time. Teach us how to maximize our time and resources for your kingdom's sake. Give us perspective on what is important to you. How can we bless you? How can we bless this body at River City? Lord, show us how we can serve the different ministries we have here, like Carriage House, Night of Healing Prayer, City Kids. I know we can't do everything, but we can do what you call us to. Speak to us. We commit to obeying you. Lord, hear our prayer. And you hear us call. You hear us call. Father. Because you hear us call. Oh, Lord, have mercy. 
sealed in our hearts today, God. Our prayers, Lord, we know you heard them. So we give them to you, God. We trust you, God. We know that you hear us call you. Give us faith. Lord, give us faith. Let's sing that one more time. Because you hear us calling. You hear us calling. Abba, Father. And you hear us calling. You hear us calling. Abba, Father. Because the Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. And Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy. Oh God, we lift you up. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, we lift up a God who takes his power to serve us, who leverages his self-sufficiency to invite us into relationship, who continually bows down to serve us with blessing and healing and freedom and participation in the kingdom. And so in confidence, we lift you up and set you apart as holy because there is no other God who bends down so low to be with us. Lord, teach us to in turn bow down, to leverage our own resources and influence for the sake of our brothers and sisters. Jesus, we are so inspired and in awe of who you are. And as we gather again at the table today in this beautiful symbolism of community and sacrifice and resurrection, we are so unbelievably thankful for the gift we have been given. Life abundantly, life with hope life with meaning, life with purpose. We are richly blessed because we are sons and daughters, not because of what we've done, but because of your identity and image in us. Let us walk in that today in power and in confidence and in service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so today is kind of a unique day um, in that we do these things twice a year called POTS. And they're, what that stands for, and it's on your seat, is prayers of the season. And what we get that from is Revelation 5.8. And this is when the four elders are gathered around the bowls, and the bowls represent the prayers of the people insinuating that the prayers of the people are things that are built up over time and that there are things that it just needs to be more than kind of spraying the wall praying for things it needs to be we're honing in on some things 
and throwing darts at it continually, like continually. These are pots for us, prayers of the season. Make sense? So today is a day where, one, we're going to present the new ones, which mean a lot to us. Um, this is not something, this is not an additive to other things we're doing. This is the center of what we believe God is wanting to do in our community right now. But before we do that, we're going to spend a little time um, in Eucharisteo. And if you guys will look back at this back here, um, it's beautiful. I, I want to say thank you to Brad. Is he in here somewhere? Carita? Can you just raise your hand, Brad? Brad, he just does a lot for us, and he's very creative, and he created this sign within a week. Um, and this word, Eucharisteo, actually means he gave thanks, and it's taken from the passage in Luke. And many of you read, read Ann Voskamp's book called A Thousand or Ten Thousand Gifts, and who's read that before? So it's, it's based around this idea that um, in Thanksgiving, there's joy. And with this word uniquely, the actual word joy is literally in the word, Thanksgiving, right? So kara is in the word Eucharisteo, right? The word Eucharist is what most people call this. If you guys will look at this, this is the table of the Lord. This is communion. This is the, the great symbol of Christianity. And really, it's the only thing that you can walk into many different denominations and find this. And that's because this is a picture of who Jesus was and what he did for us through his body and his blood. It points us to how we can be connected and saved. It points us to understanding that what he did for us is enough. It points us to know that he is the only one that did this, that he is the center, and that all things should ultimately center around this. This is why I do things like put a giant table in the center of our sanctuary, because it means more than just being tucked in over there. Does that make sense? He has to be the center. We're going to Scotland in a few weeks, and Sarah and I are preaching for six days, and we're preaching on the series we did at the beginning of the year called Home. And at the beginning of the year, we put this table right here, and we talked about if you do anything well this year, be with the Lord. Before you go out and conquer what you think you need to do, before you set huge goals, be with the Lord. It has to come out of that. And the tricky part about that is I think we all know that most of us, most of the time, even Christians, are good at doing things without the Lord. And people even cheer those things on. But sometimes when you spend time with the Lord, the things that come out of that are much different. Sometimes he asks you to do things most people would say, no, you don't need to go to a cross. No, you definitely don't need to die for us. No, you definitely don't need to do that. No, you definitely don't need to stop and pray for Bartimaeus. You definitely don't need to do that. You definitely don't need to help this person. So when you begin to spend time with the Lord, he begins to restructure your rhythm of life and gives you a good life that looks more like what Jesus' life looked like. It didn't look like gain. It looked like sacrifice. And so this is the best picture of sacrifice and, and no greater love has anyone than to lay down his life for his friends. That's what he did for us, right? So today, what we wanted to do, we wanted to actually settle in and have some time for Thanksgiving. We wanted to open up space based around these previous pots and say, God, this is what I don't like. With some families who have children, maybe not ours, you have your kids ask all day long to go to Chick-fil-A. All day long. I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's Noah. Or anybody else. And then, as soon as you get to Chick-fil-A, all you want is a dessert, right? And that's just being a kid. Like, we want, we want, we want, we get, and then it goes right back into want. It's like, but, but then we're like, 
Do you not know that we just walked through the doors of Chick-fil-A and we're actually here right now? This is what you wanted all day. I would really like a cookie or a milkshake. My, Noah would actually never say that. He's the only kid that doesn't like sweets, so I don't know. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for that. <laughs> but I do know I can relate to that. I know that in the beginning of our pots, first couple years, when he would answer anything, as soon as it was answered, it was like on to the next thing. And so as we were planning this church, I remember one night I was laying in bed and I was just, I was tense because we didn't have some things we needed. And he said, you need to stop right now and be thankful for what's here right now before you do anything else, before you do anything else. And we had some legitimate needs and I did. And I felt like this peace flooded me and I just began to say, thank you, Jesus, that I'm married to an awesome wife. Thank you that I have great kids. Thank you that I'm, I have a at that point, we were sleeping in my parents' basement to save money, so thank you that I have a basement. Thank you that I have a mom that will annoy us at all times. Sorry about that. I have to do that. She was actually great. Thank you for the meals that we got. Thank you for the, the struggles we have. I actually started to say thank you that we don't have our second car anymore, like first world problems. We don't have two cars. Thank you that we, you know, all these things. And I just began to feel this joy settle in. I began to feel... And that's this thought of Eucharisteo. If you can begin to live in saying, thank you, this means so much. This is how Jesus sat down with his disciples before he left. He gave thanks. He broke bread and he said, do this and what of me? Remember. 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 We talked a couple weeks ago about the passage in John where they had just left feeding of the 5,000. They're now in a boat. And in the boat, the storm comes and they're freaking out that they're going to die. And in the boat, there are baskets of bread left over from when they had received the, the miracle. We need to look around every time he does something good for us and say, thank you, Jesus. We don't just need more. We don't need excess. Thank you, Jen, for the prayer. We need to say thank you. And in that, God, in the present moment, here and now, we can be present with you as you are present with us. And we can say, Eucharisteo, we give thanks. And so what I'm going to do, and it's going to be a little sloppy, but Give some grace to each other. The word grace is actually also in Eucharisteo. There's three words in it. Can you pull, is the picture already up behind me? So it's those three words that build that word. And it's found in Luke 22. And I want to read that passage to you actually really quick. Luke 22, 14 through 20. And when the hour came, he reclined at the table and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now, and from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, the cup, after they had eaten, saying, this is the cup that is poured out for you in the new covenant in my blood. And I love the picture here that it's saying, remember, but also this new covenant. You can look forward, right? Like, remember, but also we're going to look forward to the kingdom, right? We're a part, we're co-laboring with him. And so I'm going to read the pot. And then the way that this might work best is some of the staff that have been a part of seeing some of these happen. If you want to stand and just say how God has been faithful in that, you can stand what we don't need. And I don't want anybody to feel pressure to go quick, but we do not need 10 minutes on one person's thing um, or everybody's going to check out, right? So we don't want that. So share it quickly. Um, and then after we do this, I'm going to give you guys an opportunity. There is a sheet of a sticker cut in little pieces 
We're going to take communion together, and before we take communion, you're going to be able to write on here something you're thankful for, and you're going to take it over to the Eucharisteo wall, and we're going to create kind of a, um, a mosaic building around what we're thankful for, and we're going to let it center around that. Does that make sense? And then you can take communion. So the first pot that we had, and we knew that we needed it, was we need roots. We can't just be another superficial community that's growing large. We talked about how sometimes growth is actually swelling from infection. We don't want to be an infected community. We want to be a deep community, that we would grade growth. When somebody asks, are you guys growing? That we would think about spiritual disciplines. We would think about spiritual formation and discipleship, not about numbers, right? So we pray that we grow deep roots by creating space for spiritual formation and discipleship and worship in spirit and truth. Has anybody seen this happen and want to share how God's been faithful? I'll go. <laughs> you have a mic. <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> Always have a mic handy. No, um, this is what I'm really passionate about. And so in this season, I think I can specifically point to, for one, um, we started a women's Bible study and a spiritual formation group called 12. And I, I think I could speak for Nancy, too, and just say we've been so grateful to see the women who have been involved in that and who feel like are connecting with each other and growing in Christ. And then also to the worship, I feel like we are moving into a deeper level of really worshiping out of truth. And it's not worshiping out of show or worshiping out of motion or just, I think most of us are stepping into a worship out of truth. And I think that that has made a free atmosphere in here. Thank you, Jesus. Sacrificial living. We pray for a shift in our mindsets about our time and resources that enables us to be more available for others in our lives and to serve where needed and to create healthy boundaries for ourselves. Care ministry. We pray for a surplus of resources and that we practice wise generosity with our spiritual, emotional, and financial resources for those in our community. So just for some of you to know care ministry, we've developed kind of a learn how to help people who are in serious need. And... Um, there's actually ways to do that. And we have spent six months at least learning from other churches who do it great and figuring out how to do our resources correctly and also learning how to not help when it hurts, but to not also use that as a, as a badge to not help, which is what some people do, right? Like, so if you've seen this affect or grow or God answer in this church, amen. Moving right along, students, we pray for clear vision for student ministry leadership, and to embrace and encourage middle and high school students in the Smyrna and surrounding areas. I'll start this one. Since we began praying this prayer, we started middle school, middle school meeting on Sundays, and um, it's going really great to where we're going to start doing it every Sunday starting in August. Um, and then we're going to be continuing on with Campbell High School and figuring out how to do high school for our church. Stewardship, your favorite word, right, guys? We pray that we tend well the people, ministries, and resources the Lord has given us, remaining vigilant for opportunities to step into without sacrificing deep roots for quick harvests. Does anybody want to share on this? I'll just say this. This to me is really important because a lot of churches, I've been a part of churches who don't really care about what you have now. It's more about what you'll have in two years. It's about building some type of an empire. And when we started this, we knew that who God brings here is that that's the fertile soil, and they're, they're as important as anything that will ever happen. So this is a big one to me in our family. So, All right, so here's what we're going to do. Um, everybody close your eyes with me really quickly.
we just want to collectively say thank you to Jesus as a group. So in whatever way you need to, he has answered prayers. We would not be where we're at now without him. He has even let us hear his voice enough to know what he wants us to pray about. So, Father, we thank you that we are, get to be your sheep that hears your voice, and we get to see you answer prayers. We also thank you for the ones that we don't see full answers on that create attention that throw us into your lap even more. We thank you for the ones that haven't been answered yet. We thank you for those, too, because those are just as important. And those are the ones we even grow even stronger with you. And we thank you that an answer to prayer is not the end of our journey with you. We thank you that it's just part of what you're doing. It all comes back to this table of you leading to you. So all of our pots, I pray always, will lead people to you. In Jesus' name, amen. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to read you the new pots, and then I'm going to let you guys, during kind of a response time with some worship, respond to the Eucharist Day Award. Kara back there, wave your hand. She's going to make sure you don't put the sticker on a part you shouldn't. I'm a little bit meticulous with these kind of things. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Somebody put it over like the A. Be like, uke, wrist, e. So, all right, so just for a second, I'm going to read you the new pots, and we're actually preaching through the pots for the next three weeks. We're going to be preaching them. Um, so, here they are. Creating space for spiritual formation. Lord, we need you to cultivate deep roots in, in your vine through the rhythm of both individual and corporate spiritual disciplines. Lord, help me to prioritize my calendar to have personal time with you. Lord, show me how I can embrace community through life groups. Another way to say that is, get in a life group. We thought about doing a key and peel version of these where I, I read it and someone was like, if you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. And somebody really said like, you're not in a life group? What? <laughs> That's what this means. Lord, help us cultivate. <laughs> what? All right. Um, Bible study, prayer ministry, 12, men's ministry, student ministry. Men's ministry is a big one going into the next season. God's doing a lot through the women. We feel like that's about to happen for the men. Student ministry. Lord, we need three leaders. It's very specific, right? With your vision for RCC student ministry. One for middle school ministry, one for high school ministry, and one for Campbell High School ministry um, in, in this area. Lord, we need space and finances for middle school ministry. Lord, I commit to serving, supporting, and praying for the students you entrust to RCC as well as students at Campbell and the Smyrna community. Lord, I pray that RCC establishes a culture where students are valued as equally as other groups. Really important. And the last one is generosity with our time and resources. Lord, help us to reprioritize areas of our lives that need less attention and reveal margins of time and resources that can be given for the sake of others. Lord, we pray for the right plan and finances for the second year of RCC's Carriage House Ministry. Lord, show me how I can step in and serve at RCC. Lord, I commit to learning how RCC serves the Smyrna community through the care ministry. We wanted you to be able to look at these and have in routes so they're not vague. We do mean for you to understand and pray about these, but we also mean for you to look at them and say, how do I step in and become an answer? Does that make sense? So if this sits on your fridge for six months and nothing has changed with your involvement, you haven't understood this correctly, right? This needs to help us into what God's doing. So we're going to preach through these in the next couple weeks, but today we're going to end today in Eucharisteo. So if you'll grab your little sheets, worship, if you'll come up. I don't want you to rush through this. So I know that some of you have small pieces. Some of you have large. If you're just really dissatisfied with the color or the size, like I would be, there's a table back there with different ones. All we need you to do you don't want to write a liturgy of everything you're thankful for, even if it's just a word to remind you, and then walk back there. And as soon as you, everybody stay with me, as soon as you place it 
on the board or give it to Kara, you can come receive communion on your own. So you're going to take the bread and you're going to dip it in the juice and then you can sit at your seat and then respond to the Lord how you will. Does that make sense? So everybody, as we do this, close your eyes with me. In one word, petitions, just say quickly, we're going to shoot through these. One word petitions, what you, what you would love to see, uh, what you're thankful for. Just one word petitions in your life, just quickly. So, Lord, we take this as a sacrament almost to, to remind us when we see this in the hallway, when we put it up, that we would be thankful before we ask. That this would be a mosaic of thankfulness, but it would look more like a mosaic of thankfulness in our heart. We all come broken, and together in our thankfulness, God, we walk in joy as a community. Joy that you give, not that we understand or even get, but we just get to walk in what you give. We thank you for every good gift. In Jesus' name. And whatever time you would like, you can head to the board and then receive the elements on your Father, we ask that you would go before us, that you would be with us, that you would help map out a way for us, that we would take you to Smyrna, our families, our jobs, that we would be thankful and live Eucharisteo all day, every day this week. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless you guys. Thank you again for joining us today, and please visit our website at rivercitysmyrna.com.